Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how y'all doing today? Oh, Emily, have y- you yes. heard the news? The, heard good, the news. good news. <laughs> have you heard the good news? Uh, I I have, but why don't you tell the audience what it is? I will. Yes, there is a really cool new club on social media. Everyone's favorite social media. The Book Facebook? of Faces. The Book yes. of Faces, yes. <laughs> no, Ooh. it's super cool. There is a, a fan group, a listener group uh, that's a, an open group. Um, so anyone can join. Um, it's called Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. And I love some, the name so much. I know. I know. I, <laughs> I have wonderful well visions of us cramming into a fellowship hall. There's some cookies and pink lemonade. Oh, and so good. I know. Is this like a thing that y'all did back in the day oh, when you were in oh, your own fellowships of oh, the ring? You don't even <laughs> even know you didn't even know emily such fellowship was had uh, yeah no this anyway. is like after after a church service you have you ever done this like after a church service there's the fellowship hall where you go and like yeah. socialize and hang out and have cookies and coffee i'm pretty sure the only time that i've ever done this is with you jace when we went to your church oh or like Seattle, the church. yeah correct yeah and we sang at it and then afterwards we were trying to get people to like buy our little cd and then uh <laughs> yeah the people were having yeah. cookies and stuff yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, totally. yeah totally. and you usually have you know some coffee with that like powdery creamer stuff it's just oh, real yeah, good yeah, good quality definitely. stuff real good, good quality, quality stuff oh anyway boy, yes. uh people are having discussions people are talking about uh like a couple episodes ago when we had that question around what did it mean to you growing up to pray what yeah. is your understanding of of how one prays so people are talking about that people are talking about um, songs that they knew growing up in <laughs> yes. church and stuff that's come up in the show. So anyway, if you want to take part in that, go on Facebook, search for Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship, and join the community. We would love to have you. We're all in there. Yeah. It'll be great. Come join. Come have that weird crumbly creamer coffee that we all know and love. <laughs> it's continuing my education, which is very nice. So yeah, I appreciate there's all these, it for that these reason. Kind of, um, microculture things of growing up in a church that yeah. I love being able to explain to you, Emily. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm doing great because I'm super jazzed about that. Yeah. How about you, Jace? I'm, I'm also great. I'm just excited to be reading more of this book with you two. And I want to, Emily, can you please remind me what happened last time? Uh, <laughs> I know that we had a guest on and that was fun. Uh-huh. Do you remember um, who the guest was? <laughs> yes, it was Brian from Queer Theology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What do we read? Um, some Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. good. Uh, uh-huh. Eight uh-huh. to, or no, what was it? 10 to 13. Yep. And I'm assuming Moses had some stuff to say and <laughs> that was about uh-huh. it. Yeah, don't well, we remember talked, much other than that. Honestly, there was, of course, some recap. But then we talked about how if anyone 
even if you love them, is trying to convince you to worship another god, you should kill them right away. Yeah, and stoning, you, I think, is preferred. Yeah. And you no. should be the one to do it, specifically. Definitely. Just no reservations. Go ahead and straight up kill them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, well, you know, good and, wholesome fun. And, awesome. Brian and Brian encouraged us to also think about the Israelites as a, mar- a marginalized people. And from their viewpoint. Oh, yeah. And you, your yeah. mind was blown. That my mind was blown. Yeah. You're right. It yeah. does that change is, some things for sure. It yeah. does. Because mm-hmm. when you hear this, like all these millions of people in this tribe, it's harder to be sympathetic to them. But when we realize, like we've talked about before, those numbers are probably not real human numbers like we think about them but are something else and it was probably <laughs> actually else entirely yeah it was probably actually much fewer people than that and so the idea of them maybe taking land from these other people isn't this nation coming along and just taking whatever they want and instead mm-hmm. is maybe a disenfranchised people finally like getting some land of their own I, I don't know i still have mixed feelings about it but it is at least opens up some different ways of looking at it which is cool yeah so that's that's important. So, what are we all drinking today? I'm gonna say Get mine. The really for last. important part. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I'll go first. Yeah, then. go ahead. So, I am drinking red wine because my Invisalign is off. Woo! It's Woo! so off. Yeah, off the chain. Yeah, I'm really pleased about that. Um, I will say that when they take the little nubbins off, they have to drill it off, and mm, there's some interesting yeah. smells that happen with that. It's like. Mm. I've had that happen before, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. But it's worth it. It's awesome. So I don't have to, like, worry about staining my retainers. So I'm having a lovely Tempranillo. (laughs) And um, it's good times. Oh, yeah. Blood of Christ. Here we are. Well, I would like to welcome you both to this continuing episode of Drunk Dental Surgery. Oh, (laughs) oh, I forgot. (laughs) Because I also had some dental procedures. I had an implant put in. So I'm not drinking anything other than the good, good, good painkillers that they gave me. What what kind of having what kind some, of drinkable painkillers are you on? Oh no, no drinkable painkillers, but takeable, eatable, eatable painkillers <laughs> for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. So you so might, that's what I'm high on today. Yeah. So you might be a little extra tired or maybe extra inspired and creative depending on how these painkillers too too inspired to be tired baby i love that there you go well done that's good so i'm gonna tell you a story about this drink that i'm drinking so i was you you really are building it up here just which is unlike you it is unlike usually yeah so i was in the store yesterday in the convenience store here in japan uh and this is my last week here so next episode we're recording i won't be in japan anymore sad um, but I was but in the convenience. In LA, yay. Yeah, I'll be with Emily though, which is it's even more exciting. And oh, I was thanks. in the convenience store picking out some drinks to drink just normal times, and then my, I locked eyes with this drink across the room. And then as I got closer to it, my hand started reaching for it. I suddenly realized the horror of what was happening as uh, I reached into this case and got myself a <gasps> Zima. That they oh. still sell in Japan. They're everywhere here. What is a Zima? Oh. A Zima? Oh. That, what, my, my memory of De- Zima... Dedeker knows what it is. <laughs> yeah. Zima was like Smirnoff Ice before Smirnoff Ice was a thing. Oh, it was kind of this clear, sugary thing that was advertised as sort of the hip, sexy beer alternative that, yeah. that cool guys who wear Matrix-style glasses... And also women can drink was kind of the, the way it was marketed. <laughs> I remember there was an ad for Zima when I was a kid that involved a guy like walking, 
you know, he's like walking and then walks like up the wall and on the ceiling, you know, that whole so he was special in effect thing. I guess okay. so this was before the Matrix was a thing. This is like when I was uh, a kid, like way before I could drink alcohol. I remember seeing these ads on TV and thinking the ad was cool, even if I wasn't going to drink the drink. But anyway, here I am drinking a Zima. And let me know. Uh, I'm going to let you know how it is. Oh, oh, here he goes. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, boy. You know what? I actually will say I think that's better than a Smirnoff. Really? Well, it's, that's a I mean, low it's, bar to it's clear, a low bar. okay? <laughs> it's not it's not, bad. it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, to be totally honest. Is it you. less sugary or more sugary than a Smirnoff? Um, I would say it's still very sugary, so don't get okay. me wrong. It's a sugary drink. What does it taste of? It reminds me a little bit of... Oh, there's like some kind of candy it reminds me of, and it's not quite Smarties, but something... The tears of frat boys. It's something adjacent to that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I don't know if Zima was marketed to frat boys, or at least was popular with them in the same way that Smirnoff Ice was. Uh, I'm not sure, because this was also so long ago that apparently they're only still selling it in Japan. So here we are, drinking a, <laughs> drinking a Zima. Well, to wow. the 90s. Well, I love yeah. it. Yeah. There it is. Everything that was once old or once new is old and hip again. I don't know where I was going with that, but here we are. Nostalgia, baby. All right. Okay. There's that Tempranillo talking. Okay. Yeah. Today. Yeah. In a 16-hour workday. Yeah. Go. Everybody, pull out your Bibles and follow along, because we are going to be reading Deuteronomy 14, 15, and 16, continuing along with the story that Moses is telling us about what has already happened and what's going to happen and all the rules we need to follow. So we want to remind everyone, as we're reading, to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink your 90s-themed drinks along with us, or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. Oh, yeah. I'm into this, Zima. I'm going to get some more of these. Well, Zima your way into this first chapter, please. All right, here we go with Deuteronomy 14. You are the children of Yahweh your God. You shall not cut yourselves, nor make any baldness between your eyes for the dead. Don't you wait? Don't I got the? uh, You already have baldness. You already does unless you have a unibrow. You got some baldness in between your eyes, but don't make any baldness. So you can't pluck your eyebrows, and you can't give yourself tattoos. Is that the tattoo line? What tattoo line? You shall not cut yourselves. Well, maybe that's just like, don't hurt yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm super... Like, no, don't, right, do, right. don't do surgery and I, on yourself. Come here. Come here. I'm also confused because I thought we were very clear on like, yes, definitely cut all your little boys' private parts. Yeah, and cut that part off. But don't do like Joe, where you take pottery and scrape your skin clean off. I don't know, it's like, we're done with that now. It's gauche. <laughs> is cutting and where scraping the same, 14? though? I don't even know. Well, I'm going to write down the baldness between your eyes for a little bonus trivia. Okay. I'll look up later. Oh, wait. Oh, this is... What? You are the children of the Lord your God. Do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead. Huh. Okay. Oh. So I'm presuming that must have been a a, uh, tradition amongst other tribes or maybe a tradition they did. And now they're like, nah, nah, it's a bad look. 
Right. Hmm. So it's specifically when morning, don't cut yourself. Got it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Now that we're good, we've made it through one verse. Here we go. Great. For you are a holy people to Yahweh your God, and Yahweh has chosen you to be a people for his possession above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. You shall not eat any abominable thing. Oh, we're back to the review of which animals you <laughs> oh, can good. eat and not eat. Good, good, good. Yes, That's, this is... It has in, been a while, and so I have forgotten. <laughs> in true. NIV, it's called clean and unclean food. Oh, is yeah. the sub- okay. Better. okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we shall not eat any abominable thing. <clears throat> These or snowmen <laughs> or, or abominable snowmen. Yes. These are the animals which you may eat the ox, the sheep and the goat, the heart and the gazelle and the sears and roebuck and the wild. Sorry. It said, <laughs> and the roebuck. I don't know what that is, but it sounded like the sears and roebuck. A robot. Oh, and the robots. Are you no too, robots. Are you, do you, do you remember Sears and Roebuck or are you too young? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course I remember okay. Sears and Roebuck. What is uh, that? But, no, uh, you know, like they, they put out the catalog every year. It was what Sears was before they became Sears. They were Sears and Roebuck. Yeah. It was like huh. another company's name that was also part of it or another huh. person's yeah. name. Yeah. I know yeah. what Sears is, but not Roebuck. Yeah. But according to this, we can eat it. We can eat Sears and Roebuck. Great. And the wild goat. The entire company. <laughs> and the gazelle. And the antelope and the chamois. What? what? Chamois? <laughs> and the chamois. Like the, the super chamois. 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 chamois, yes. Yes, you can eat that, uh, apparently. You oh, the chamois. Cool it, it's some. It, uh, yes, okay. It's some kind of creature. It's That's the where we get chamois sheep. from. Oh, really? Oh, That's named after a fuzzy yes. creature that we Maybe washed not. cars with back in the day? Yeah, like chamois leather. Yeah. Oh. oh. Fascinating. I had no yeah. idea. This is the ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roe deer, the mm-hmm. wild goat, the ibex, mm-hmm. the antelope, and the mountain sheep. Yeah. I see. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, the chamois, it's a species of goat antelope that's native to some certain mountains in Europe. Oh, cool. Yeah. And apparently they that's what people used to use for cleaning their cars before... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we made synthetic chamois. Uh, yeah. In biblical ages. <laughs> yes. I'm, well, I'm, maybe they used it to buff out the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. I hope right? they did. I remember yeah. they packaged it up in seal skins earlier. But anyway, right. so those oh, ones yeah, are those ones wow, are cool. That's a callback. Yeah. yeah. You like that? <laughs> I do. All right. Every animal that parts the hoof and has Clove. and has the hoof cloven in two, yes, and chews the cud among the animals. That may you eat. Hmm. Nevertheless. Oh, so you can do cloven yeah. animals. Yeah, like goats cloven. have cloven hooves, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah. You can okay, eat okay. the goats. Yeah, I always had that backwards, too. But yeah, yeah. Eat, eat the cloved, eat the cloves. Those are fine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nevertheless, you, these you shall not eat of them that chew the cud or of those who have the hoof cloven. Okay, so these oh. are the exceptions to that general rule. The camel and the hare, and the rabbit, because they chew the cud, but don't part the hoof, they're unclean to you. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they do chew cud, <laughs> but they don't have cloven hooves, so they're yeah. no good. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. got it. Oh, so it's a, it's like an either-or. It's like a not all animals who chew the cud can you eat. It's a logic problem. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's like SAT stuff right here. No, it's like a LSAT stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. This totally. is how you become a lawyer. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that actually probably is at this time what you need to know to become a lawyer. There you go. Okay. The pig, 
because he doesn't part the hoof, but doesn't chew the cud. So it's like, why would you even consider a pig? He doesn't do either of the things. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Are, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> he is unclean to you. Of the flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. So this is why, yeah, many Orthodox Jewish people do not eat pig? Not even just Orthodox ones. A lot of Jewish people don't eat pig, don't eat yeah. pork, because, because it's pretty clear right here. Don't yeah. do it. You're always like, no, this one doesn't follow any of the rules. Okay, yeah. Okay, these you may eat of all that are in the waters. Whatever has fins and scales, you eat. May you eat. And whatever doesn't have fins and scales, you shall not eat. It is unclean to you. Okay, so that means... So no dolphins or sharks. Well, they do have fins. But no scales. Dolphin has fins, but no no scales. scales. Okay, it has to have both? Yes. It has to have both. Like earlier, you had to chew the cud and have cloven hooves. You can't just do one or the other. Right, so no octopi, squid... Yeah. Oh, no shrimp, no clams, shellfish, mussels, no yeah. clams. Oh yeah, they, yeah, no. Oh yeah, no, no shellfish. Yeah, right. it sounds like cool. just fishes, just little fishes. Pretty much just fishes. What about okay. are like eels? Okay, no, they don't. They don't, they don't got scales. They don't have. They scales. barely have fins. They, they don't know. have a fin. They're like a one long thing. <laughs> the whole thing is one fin. <laughs> okay, all right. It's a giant long fin. <laughs> and who would want to eat an eel anyway? Except for several countries and cultures, but. In the desert, I mean. Okay, maybe in the desert, yes. I just yeah. had some eel the other day. It was delicious. Great. Anyway, of all, I'll take word for it. of all clean birds you may eat, but these are they of which you shall not eat. The eagle and the gyre eagle. I thought mm. that's a ginger eagle. <laughs> which I don't, I don't know what that would be yeah, like. Eat, yeah. Like a red-headed eagle. Okay, so... Any type of eagle. So the eagle and the gyre eagle, gyre eagle, I don't know, uh, and the osprey and the red kite and the falcon and the kite after its kind and... And every raven oh, after its game. No we have to ravens. drink to that. Yeah, we have drink to drink to every, to every kind kind raven, raven and every kind of raven. <laughs> so they called the gyre eagle a vulture in the NIV. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, if we yeah. do a quick little Google of a gyre eagle or a gear eagle, it does not look like a vulture. Uh, oh. oh, an Egyptian vulture. Oh. So it is Oh, also called the white scavenger vulture or Pharaoh's chicken. <laughs> why didn't i just say that here could have been way better they're like don't eat pharaoh's chicken he's gonna be real upset yeah, yeah. no only pharaoh gets to eat pharaoh's chicken oh okay boy. so it is similar to a vulture it doesn't okay. look quite as ugly as the vultures that we're thinking of i'd believe oh. I, if someone said that's called a pharaoh's chicken i'd be like i believe it <laughs> okay all right google cool. it yeah. yeah all right pharaoh's chicken um and every Raven after its kind, and the ostrich, and oh. the nighthawk, and the sea mew. What in the world? That's a seagull. It's a seagull. Is it really? It makes oh, total yeah. sense. Yeah, it is. Because it they're is. like mew, 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 mew. Yeah, okay. They're like meow. Okay, so the sea kitty cats, also known as seagulls, and the hawk after its kind, the little owl, and the great owl. And the horned owl. They're too cute to eat. (laughs) It seems to me that probably in the original Hebrew, these were three totally different birds that we all just Mm. happen to call owls now. Otherwise, they could have just said owl. I bet owls have big eyes and they can, Mm. they're 
head spin around and around like Billy Idol. <laughs> Just what? Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, that I was can't a add nothing. Sorry, I, that. I'm that was, so sorry. It was real out of left field there. That's something I expect from Dedeker on her pain drugs. <laughs> Okay, uh, where do we leave off? Owls. Don't eat the uh, owls. No, no yeah. Owls, no good. Uh, and the pelican, and the vulture, and the cormorant. What in the world? Uh, I have no... I don't even care anymore. And the stork, uh, and the heron after its kind, and the hoopoe, and the bat. Hoopie! Ho- hoopoe. Oh, yeah. Hoopoe. Hoopoe and bats. And uh, bats. So this, the theme seems to be any winged thing that also eats other things. Oh no like, way! Mm, that makes yeah, sense. That's though what it seems that way. That uh, that's not. It, that's kind of smart because you don't know if it's going to eat something that's going to have a disease. I guess, and so, then yeah. you ingest it, and then well, but you're also predators screwed. just tend to not taste that good, really, to us. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let me meat explain to you, thing. Emily. That, <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever what? had rabbit, for instance. Although that's a prey animal. That's a isn't prey it? animal. That's why prey that's animals why are delicious. much more delicious yeah. and tasty to our. Why? Because they're fattier. Uh. Yeah. Fattier. There's a different. I'm sure there's a scientific explanation for the way that like the proteins break like, down in the muscle and stuff like that. But but yeah, huh. predators tend to not taste as they're good. They're more sinewy. To us, yeah, a little more sinewy, yeah. a little mm. more tough, usually. Ew. I'm sorry. I'm okay, maybe this is something okay. we can look up in the bonus content, unless it'll <laughs> right, horrify right. Emily too much. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all winged creeping things <laughs> are unclean to you. They shall not be eaten. So, like, like grasshoppers and, like, cre- like yeah. creepy crawlies that also fly are not considered birds, or so flying, don't eat Or flying snakes. Yeah, all flying insects. Yeah. Okay. All creeping things. Okay. All right. Uh, of all clean birds you may eat. We never really covered what that means, but I guess yeah, just anything e- Everyone that's not, else. Not the other You're ones. Good. Okay. <laughs> you shall not eat of anything that dies of itself. You may give uh, it... Whoa. You may give it to the sojourner who is oh. within your gates that he may eat it, or you may sell it to a foreigner. Those chunks. <laughs> wow. But Gosh. for you are a holy place to Yahweh your God people holy people you're a holy people <laughs> also a holy place, so anything right? that people. dies on its own you can't eat it right so if your goat Wait, just like keels over and dies one day you, you can, can't eat you it you can re-gift it if you like that's sad like geez like you can't you have to kill the thing yourself in order to eat it yeah or, or someone else yeah, has I, to kill it but it can't die on its own yeah yeah i guess it okay. makes it because again it's the same thing it's like you don't know what it died from it could have been horribly diseased I guess. And, just weird that know. it's like you can sell it though. That's funny. Yeah, I know that is yeah, pretty good, funny. Good luck <laughs> to those foreigners. A... They'll take it. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. God um, doesn't care about them. No. You shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. We've covered Little this one before. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. shall. Good. Sh- good advice. <laughs> yeah. You shall surely tithe all the increase of your seed, that which comes forth from the field year by year. It was a literal seed this time. Okay, great. Not a, not metaphorical. Not your, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You shall eat before Yahweh your God in the place which he shall choose to cause his name to dwell there, the tithe of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock, that you may learn to fear Yahweh your God always. Because he oh. takes the first foods. Great. Oh. 
if the way be too long for you, so that you're not able to carry it because the place is too far from you, which Yahweh your God shall choose to set his name there when Yahweh your God shall bless you, then shall you turn it into money. Hey, presto, just turn it into money. It's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Alchemize that food into money. And bind up the money in your hand, and you Uh, shall go to the place which Yahweh your God shall choose. I so see. you can, instead of carrying a dead ox or a dead goat all you the way. You give it to someone for money. Yeah, you turn it into money. You can't eat it. You got to sell it. And then you take yes, that money and, and bring, bring that. that. Okay. okay. And you shall bestow the money for whatever your soul desires, for oxen or for sheep or for wine or for strong drink or whatever oh. your soul asks you. And you shall eat there before Yahweh your God and you shall rejoice you and your household. Am I? Wow, that's a good deal, honestly. It's like you're not giving it up to Yahweh for his sacrifice. You're just like, yeah. I'm going to eat next to you, Yahweh, and <laughs> rejoice. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a better deal. I think this is an update. It is. Because here, too, like the firstborn and the first crops or whatever, the, the surplus of your seed, it also says like you're going to take it to where he is, to where Yahweh has said his name, and you're going to eat it there. It doesn't say you give it away. It does say you eat it. So in either case here, yeah, yeah, it's just you have to go there to eat the first stuff. Huh. This is a much better deal. I feel like, I mean, maybe Yahweh's like, you know, maintenance expenses have gone down for running (laughs) these people. And so he's kind of given a little discount here. It's good. You still got to come hang out with me while you eat it, but you can eat it now. (laughs) Don't have to give it up. Okay, that's cool. All right. The Levite who is within your gate... You shall not forsake him, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. At the end of every three years, you shall bring forth all the tithe of your increase in the same year and shall lay it up within your gates. And the Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, and the sojourner, and the fatherless, and the widow who are within your gates, shall come and shall eat and be satisfied, that what Yahweh your God may bless you all in the work of which, in the, oh, let me try that again. That Yahweh your God may bless you in all the work of your hand, which you do. Is your Smirnoff or whatever the heck it's called, <laughs> Zima, warrior princess, having a moment? <laughs> I guess so. This is actually, this is kind of cool. This chapter is, seems like way less harsh than the stuff we were reading just yeah. recently. This doesn't seem so bad. That's good. I wouldn't Maybe let my guard down quite yet. Yeah, you're okay. probably right. It's also interesting, wait, wait. though, that the Levites and the Sojourners and everyone, they get to eat once every three years when you like bring your excess there so that they can eat. That does seem a little weird. How do they get by regularly, do you think? They eat the sacrifices that everyone else is sacrificing. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, we covered that before. When they're yeah. in town. The, this they're is about the, the, the country bumpkins who are too far away to carry their... Their I sacrifice. See. I yeah. see. Okay. Well, also yeah. we're more spread out now because yes. we're yeah. not all Where traveling as one tribe. We suddenly have so much land. Yeah. Where are the Levites staying and where's the Ark of the Covenant? That's a good question where the Ark ended up. Because I thought that the deal was that the Levites ended up kind of dispersed through where all the tribes yeah. of Israel were because they where's all needed the priests and things like that. This is where it got buried, and then Indiana Jones had to come get it. Yeah, maybe this is the point. I don't know. Let's we got to keep listening for when it comes back again. If yeah, it does. or we'll have to look that up if yeah. need be. But yeah. yeah, all right. Shall we move on to Deuteronomy fifteen? Do it. So, 
At the end of every seven years, you shall make a release. Whoa. This is the manner of the release. Every creditor shall release that which he has lent to his neighbor. He shall not exact it of his neighbor and his brother, because Yahweh's release has been proclaimed. This is cool. This is like like uh, all the people out there who have student loans. Like, after seven years, it's released. Yeah, and this is like a smaller version of the Jubilee thing that was supposed to happen every 50 years, where like everyone's land reverts back. Mm -hmm. Okay. That also, I kind of learned later on after we did that episode that like, that was a thing that a lot of historians believe that the Hebrews never actually did, or maybe they did it the first time and just kind of never did it again. It was kind of one of those ideas that Yahweh had that people were like, yeah, okay. And then just kind of forgot. And then they're like, no, yeah. I'm surprised Yahweh didn't get angry about that. Yeah. I'm surprised too. Maybe Yahweh too was like, I don't know. That's impractical. Like how do you even count to 50 when your units are seven? I don't know. So whatever we won't do it. It's fine. (laughs) So of a foreigner, you may exact it, but whatever of your, your what, but whatever (laughs) of your, is with your brother, your hand shall release. What did I just read? Wait. Whatever of your is with your brother, your hand shall release. But whatever is that a of sentence? your, whatever of yours, I think. I think it's missing an S. Uh, whatever of yours yeah. is with your brother, your hand shall release. So he doesn't still owe you back for that stuff you lent him at the seven years. Okay, but foreigners you still can. Okay. I think I think I'm on board. I think I follow it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad someone is. Okay. So however, there shall be no poor with you, for Yahweh will surely bless you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you for an inheritance to possess it. Huh. If only you Yes. No, it's just that's interesting. There'll be no poor among you. Yeah. It's because the land's just so good that like you're all gonna be doing yeah. great. You don't need to be you don't need to be poor. It's okay. nice. If only you diligently listen to the voice of Yahweh, your God, to observe, to do all this commandment, which I command you this day, for Yahweh, your God, will bless you as he promised you, and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow, and you shall rule. Oh, interesting. You shall lend, but you shall not borrow, and you shall rule over many nations, but they shall not rule over you. Oh, okay. I don't think I mean, that's going to work out. So yeah, well. exactly. I'm like, I mean, you can say that, but who knows that that'll actually happen? God. Yeah, that's but, an okay, interesting. Nice okay, try. All right, all right. If there be with you a poor man, one of your brothers within any of your gates in your land, which Yahweh your God gives you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall surely open your hand to him and shall surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wants. Beware that there not be a base thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of the release, is at hand. And your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing, and he cry to Yahweh against you, and it be a sin to you. Mm. Well, what was that? So, like, you're not giving him anything, and he he freak out? Yeah, it's saying, and like... And then you're sinning? If there are... Yeah, if there, uh, this is actually kind of nice. I like this. If there, if there are poor people around, then, you know, lend to them, give them what they need to get by, yeah. 
And if you realize that like tomorrow is when the seventh year starts and I have to then not get paid back for it to not be greedy, but still then give it anyway. deal with it. Then yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. Oh, I, I do like that too. It's nice, Yahweh. Nice. Yeah, this, today, today's he's, episode you know is kind of nice. He, I like this. Maybe he's learning. Yeah. Maybe he's learning things. Good for him. You, should sure, you shall surely give him <laughs> and your heart... I was like, don't call me Charlotte. Sorry. <laughs> you shall surely give him and your heart shall not be grieved when you give to him because that for this thing, Yahweh, your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you put your hand to. For the poor will never cease out of the land. Therefore, I command you saying you shall surely open your hand to your brother, to your needy and to your poor in your land. Is this... A famous line? I, or is I that think, like a I thing that Jesus says I think you're confusing that with later. the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Give me your tired, your poor, your, poor, your, your weary. Your huddle masses. That's learning the one. to yeah. breathe free. That's what you're thinking of. But, I figured I mean, that was biblical in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, yes. In a sense. There's precedence here. I like this. This is good. This is a good one to bring out. Let me see. What is this? Deuteronomy 15, 11. Yeah. Okay, this is a good one to bring out when people are bringing up obscure Old Testament things. It's like, hey, what about Deuteronomy fifteen eleven? It says very clearly, you know, that there will always be poor people, so you need to take care of them. Yeah, and that's an interesting I like one. That. Yeah. yeah. If your brother, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, be sold to you and serve you six years, then in the seventh year you shall let him go free from you. Wow. Okay. Look at that. That's different than when Moses or or Jacob or someone was trying to be, <laughs> who was trying to do something and get Rachel what? or someone or Leah. I don't know. That oh, was right. Jacob. Yes. Yeah. Jacob was trying to get Rachel, but then he got was Leah. Just, but he was and just then had working, to get Rachel later. He was just working and, for Laban. I don't think he was supposed to be like he wasn't sold to him. Yeah, he as wasn't a slave. A slave yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, maybe it felt like it to him, but but he wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Fine. When you let him go free from you, you shall not let him go empty. You shall furnish him liberally out of your flock and out of your threshing floor and out of your wine press. Oh, they're going to give him some wine. How yeah. nice. Yeah. As Yahweh your God has blessed you, you shall give to him. You shall remember that you were a bond servant in the land of Egypt and Yahweh your God redeemed you. Therefore, I command you this thing today. It shall be if he tell you, I will not go out from you because he loves you and your house because he is well with you. Then you shall take an owl, an no, owl, owl, no. owl, an owl, owl. It's like a owl. like a screwdriver. It's it's a punch essentially, uh, like a hole punch, like a hole punch almost. It's yeah. an owl. It's it's it's. Imagine a screwdriver essentially. To me, a hole punch and a screwdriver are two different things that occur. <laughs> it is used to punch holes in leather and other oh. materials. Oh, I know what that is. My mother yes. has one of those. She's yes. used it to like put holes in my belts. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's an all. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I got it. All right. And thrust it through his ear to the door. What? And yeah, like he shall be your. Oh, the... and he shall be your servant forever? Also. To your maidservant, you shall do likewise. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, uh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to you like, process Where that. did we get here? <laughs> so 
yeah, I see. So if the guy's like, or the lady is like, I'm not going to go because I love you in your house. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fine, I'm going to pierce your ear. With this the, giant owl. Yeah. With this owl. <laughs> wow. And then that's it. Okay. Ouchie. Ouchie is I right. guess that, that really reassures they can't quite go back on their word. Yeah, if I guess. you've gone through this ritual of these... permanently modifying their body, yeah, right? Yeah, awful. No. Okay, all right. It shall not seem hard to you when you let him go free from you for to the double of the hire of a hireling has he served you six years. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. It's really hard to read. I'm so sorry, what everyone. Does, what does the NIV say? Can you okay, read verse 18 yeah. in the NIV? Yeah, verse 18 of, okay. Uh, Do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free because their service to you these six years has been worth twice as much of that of a hired hand. Oh, and the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. Well, that's way easier to read than this. So just don't yeah. be sad about it because... Because he was great anyway. Is that because he got you more than you would have paid for anyway? So, like, don't be sad that you got all that free or cheaper yeah. labor, I guess. Does that, am I understanding yes. this correctly? Is that <laughs> the message here? Sure. Just don't, don't make a stink about it. Yeah. Don't when make a stink about it. Why? Just say that. Don't make a stink about it. Yeah. <laughs> all the firstborn males that are born of your herd and of your flock, you shall sanctify to Yahweh your God. You shall do no work with the firstborn of your herd, nor shear the firstborn of your flock. You shall eat it before Yahweh your God year by year in the place which Yahweh shall choose you and your household. If it have any blemish, as if it be lame or blind or any ill blemish, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> whatever. It's so funny to me. You shall not sacrifice it to Yahweh your God. You shall eat it within your gates. The eat it. Unclean. Don't let anyone see it in private. <laughs> just, just like eat it somewhere else. You shall eat it within your gates. The unclean and the clean shall eat it alike. Oh, as the gazelle and as the heart, meaning the deer. Only you shall not eat its blood. You shall pour it on the ground as water. Got to clarify that. They really don't oh. like the blood. The blood They're really not thing. into the blood yeah. drinking. No. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Okay. So, okay. This is like, I feel like, I feel like Moses a, a slash Yahweh turned. or someone is really turning a corner here. It's like they heard through time that Brian was on our show kind of telling us like, no, like there's a lot of messages in here about like taking care of the poor and the disenfranchised and the enslaved. And then Moses was like, Oh, right, 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 right. That was the message. And so he's kind of changed his oh, yeah. tune today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Deuteronomy 16. Observe the month of Abib and keep the Passover to Yahweh, your God. I really failed the month on that of- one. Yeah. I don't even know where Abib is. I know. When, when, For in when the month of Abib, Yahweh your God brought you forth out of Egypt by night. You shall sacrifice the Passover to Yahweh your God of the flock and the herd in the place which Yahweh shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall eat no, un- no leavened bread with it. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread therewith, even the bread of affliction. For you came forth out of the land of Egypt in haste, that you may remember the day when you came forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. We are and never going you to forget, forget it. it. Yeah. We're what never going to forget the, it. No, we will not. What is the bread of affliction? I just That's wrote a it down question. to look up later. Okay, great. 
there shall be no yeast seen with you in all your borders. <laughs> I don't Seven even want to see any yeast. Don't even get it near Goodness. me, okay? <laughs> Every last bit. Neither shall any of the flesh, which you sacrifice the first day at even, remain all night until the morning. Okay, we've been here before where don't let it stay overnight. Yeah. Eat it all or get rid of the rest of it in the morning. Burn it. You, you may mm-hmm. not sacrifice the Passover within any of your gates, which Yahweh your God gives you. But at the place which Yahweh your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell in, there you shall sacrifice the Passover at even, at the going down of the sun, at the season huh. that you came forth out of Egypt. I like you that. At the going down of the sun. I think that came up in the last one where it came across more that this translator is really stretching for synonyms for <laughs> right. sunset. What's that song? What's Which the song? don't let the song the sun go down on me? Oh, it's Elton, Elton John. John. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. I was thinking more of the song from from Cabaret, the uh the setting of the sun and the running of the deer and the Oh whatever no, that- Jason, no. That is not from Cabaret. That's a carol. a carol. It's a Christmas carol. You're right. Sure. How did you confuse Cabaret with a because Christmas it, carol? Because we we think of that song as the um, <laughs> the like Hitler Youth song. Oh, well, because great. it's very similar to that song from Cabaret. You know, that's like the sun. Yeah, the sun. Meadow, right. Meadow, that's true. The whole Tomorrow Belongs warm. to Me thing. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but the kid version of Tomorrow Belongs to Me. <laughs> That's not what it is what? at all. That's, but that's great. <laughs> it's a it's a young Hitler youth singing oh, that geez. song. All right. Anyways. Okay. All right. Well, you know, for more Nazi, information. Nazis, Christmas. It's all the same, really. Oh dear. Okay. It's not. Verse Just the, seven. Those two songs are the same. You shall roast and eat it in the place which Yahweh your God shall choose, and you shall turn in the morning and go to your tents. Six days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day shall be a solemn assembly to Yahweh your God. You shall do no work therein. Don't pick up sticks. No sticks. Seven weeks shall you number to you. From the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing grain, shall you begin to number seven weeks. So like count seven weeks? Yeah, seven weeks later. You shall keep the feast of weeks to Yahweh your God with a tribute of a freewill offering of your hand which you shall give according to Yahweh your God, uh, according as Yahweh your God blesses you. And you shall rejoice before Yahweh your God, you and your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservant and the Levite who's within your gates and the sojourner and the fatherless and the widow who are in the midst of you. How many freaking people are with you? Everyone's going to celebrate. Everyone's there. In the place which Yahweh your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall remember that you were a bondservant in Egypt, and you shall observe and do these statutes. You shall keep the Feast of Tents seven days. After that, you have gathered in from your threshing floor and from your wine press, and you shall rejoice in your feast. Here we go. You and your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservant and the Levite and the sojourner and the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates. Mm -hmm. Wait, what is a threshing what what the threshing is where you threshing you the threshing floor do your wheat you like process wheat it's where you do grain. it emily you, you do the wheat the, the thing with the wheat you know cool that thing that's threshing. Nate. yeah you're separating the wheat heads from the wheat stalk that's where like okay. the wheat from the chaff comes from is it uh, Think so. uh, I think we need to look up the wheat processing process. <laughs> right, look it up for the bonus. <laughs> for the look bonus. it up for the bonus. <laughs> How does one process wheat? Back in biblical Back times. Back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. 
Seven days shall you keep a feast to Yahweh your God in the place which Yahweh shall choose, because Yahweh your God will bless you in all your increase and in all the works of your hands, and you shall be altogether joyful. Three times in a year shall all your males appear before Yahweh your God in the place which he shall choose, in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and Mm, in the Feast of Weeks, yes, and in the Feast of Tents. And they shall not appear before Yahweh empty. Mm-hmm. Wait, Every so is this, man. Sorry, is this, this is the same three festivals we already mentioned. It's like, oh yeah. Also yeah. in those, this is when, also so. This those, isn't a separate dudes. thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of Yahweh your God, which He has given you. Judges and officers shall you make you in all your gates, which Yahweh your God gives you, according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with righteous judgment. <laughs> righteous. You shall not... Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Righteous judgment of judges. So we're not, now we're not celebrating anymore. We celebrated and now we're done. We've moved on with no paragraph break. We hate celebrating. Does this get a new new heading in the NIV, Emily? Uh, Does this get any kind of a little... It's something about judgments. Let me look. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was the Festival of Weeks, then the Festival of Tabernacles, and now just... Judges. Great. Okay. It's like a trailer for the book coming up. <laughs> for 18 through 20, Sorry. and then there's a small subheader for the end. Oh, okay. Oh, my. You shall not rest justice, this W-R-E-S-T, rest, like wrestle. You shall, uh, shall not wrestle justice. Wrestle what? justice. Do not pervert. Do not pervert justice. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's see. You shall not respect persons. Don't respect anybody. <laughs> Don't show partiality is what this says. Okay. Because okay. gotcha. I was going to say, wow, the Bible's really supporting Dedeker's way of life here. <laughs> what do you mean? Not respecting people? What are you <laughs> saying to me right that, now? That was a low blow. I was being sassy. Was talking Gosh. about your, your level of sassiness with your co-hosts. Jeez. Neither shall you take a bribe, for a bribe does blind the eyes of the wise and pervert the words of the righteous. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. good. Although, you know, I will say it does work out for the best sometimes. A little bribery, does it? you know. Well, yeah, like, you know, you, you're in Russia and your bag is really heavy. And instead of paying the like $100 extra, you pay an extra like $10, $20 as a bribe to the ticket taker person and you're good. Yeah. You know, you speak uh, from personal experience in this matter. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> wow, that's wow. Okay, uh, so you know, we did are almost all right. Sometimes we did almost ha- end up having to bribe Laotian policemen when we were in Laos. Oh, that's really? True. That's what they wanted narrowly. us to do. They wanted us to. They Goodness. wanted to bribe. Were you was, like, I don't know how to bribe? <laughs> we kind of. Oh yeah. no, we know how to bribe. It was. That's a whole adventure story for another time. Oh my goodness. We didn't end up having to bribe them, fortunately. No, or pay them anything, actually. Yeah. That which is altogether just shall you follow, that you may live and inherit the land which Yahweh your God gives you. You shall not... Okay, hang on. This is the one that has the, the little mini heading, Emily? Yeah. What does it it's say? It's called Worshipping Other Gods. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. I think I know where God this is forbid. Going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you shall not plant you an Asherah of any kind of tree beside the altar of Yahweh your God, which you shall make you. I, I was, he just can't get over her. It's never, <laughs> no, it's like, it's painful. really never going to end. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's got to bring her up all the time. Yeah. Seriously. And I like too that it's like of any kind of tree. It doesn't matter if you make it of a different kind of wood. Just don't don't do them because Yahweh is still really upset about that breakup. Yeah, yeah. 
Neither shall you set yourself up a pillar, which Yahweh your God hates. Uh, like a pillar of salt because he likes those. No, he likes on. making he people likes pillars of salt. salt. It is confusing because often in Genesis, people would set up like a pillar of stones. Right. That, that would be a no, this, is, this, this is what it says. It says, do not erect a sacred stone for but Yahweh used these to be the Lord that. your God hates because these your the Lord your God hates. Well, that was back in the day when we had nothing but stones. Now we have better things like gold and silver and copper, and he can hold out for much better material as long as it's not in the shape of a calf or a caterpillar or the moon or the stars. Wait, or right. I like, I like that. It's also making me think of just, if you read it, like if you did believe, like, yeah, just read this and it's an instruction manual. You read this and you go, no pillars. God hates those and then you go and you look at like other every ancient church ever with all the pillars inside and you're like wait no yahweh hates those no you just can't direct your worship at said pillar it can be close to it okay can i read you a different translation please you may this is from the message bible of course friendly wholesome message bible says yeah it's the the sweetest and wholesomest don't set up phallic sex pillars. <laughs> what? God, your God hates them. God, comma, your God, comma, hates them. Gosh. Yes. Don't set up phallic sex pillars. And it's funny because I'm I'm scanning through all these other translations here and no one else says anything like that. Yeah. Is that is that where they why did they go there? Is that what he's saying? That's a thing. It's a thing in Hinduism that the the lingam is this phallic stone that is set up as a proxy like, for Shiva. Like the yoni? Yes. Uh, the lingam of lingam and yoni fame. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> classic. That classic uh, what folk that duo? Classic Lingham duo. And Yoni. Folk duo. Oh yeah, my like goodness! Can we make a folk band oh called Lingam God. and Yoni? <laughs> oh, it's like Sunny and Cher. It does. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So, so is this like in you know, like in Japan? There's that city that's famous for all the penis statues. Yeah. Is it, is, it was this Yahweh it, specifically making reference to that? Being like, don't do that. No, it's got to be another reference of this is what these other weirdos next to us do. Don't do that. Yeah, Please. other gods I are into these. That. Don't do it. I hate that. I hate being a knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I want to be an original. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, okay, so uh, what do y'all think's going to happen next time? I, I mean, I like this new leaf that Moses slash Yahweh has turned over. This new positive like oh right remember we're the good guys we should be cool we should be taking care of the poor and the sojourner i mean we can sell him that kind of gross meat but like overall though we'll we'll be good we'll take care we gotta of make them. a little profit here <laughs> right yeah you know and the rules but seem to be getting a little out. more chill too yeah i wonder if that'll keep on happening like, if it gets progressively more chill as we get towards the New Testament, or if it's going to hmm. ebb and flow. That's a good question, yeah. Like, are, do, you I mean, know, do you know? Do you remember? Or no. <clears throat> oh, I do we, not remember. It, no. I mean, we've... I don't remember anything. We've been through so many iterations of these rules that to try to yeah. piece out what's what's what and what's the new rules is... No. I feel like, yeah, I, all I of the kind of rule sounding verses from the Bible just get whipped out individually whenever they're convenient for whoever's talking. Yeah. Right. And so I don't think they were ever presented like, honestly, 
us reading this was the first time I was presented with the idea that these rules are not being repeated, that they're being amended, that they're being mm. changed, and that that, or clarified or whatever, that is new to me. I, I My assumption was that all of these books in the Old Testament that cover rules are just a list of rules that don't repeat their, you know, discrete rules, and there's just a lot of rules. And kind of realizing, oh, no, actually, this is more of a history of how this is changing, because now we're we're not traveling around in tents anymore. We're setting up camp in these lands now, I guess. Yeah. So just interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. And and timeline wise, we're what? Like I think we're fourteen hundred ish BC. Is that? Uh, I mean, let me do a quick little Bible timeline. I'm curious about this because I'm wondering if we compared to like the ebbs and flows of culture is becoming more conservative, less conservative, things like that, if we might be able to get a sense. Yeah, this is Leviticus. Uh, we're looking at 1445 BC. We're in Deuteronomy, not Leviticus. Oh, you're right. <laughs> 1406. So yeah. Oh, right. 40 years or 20 years. Yeah. 40 years later. Right. Because <laughs> we had to have 40 years for everyone to die. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. So 1406. So we basically have 1400 years before the events, Jesus? the events of the New Testament would be starting, yeah. Wow. Well, so, we got a long way to go. Everyone, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, but if you think about, yeah, how a culture can change over that many years, yeah. it wouldn't surprise oh, me if we oh, kind of ebb and flow on how yeah. strict these rules are. You're probably right. Probably also as we spread across the land, that each culture might be a little different than the others. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm definitely excited to see what happens next time. Uh, if you have any fan theories or fan <laughs> fiction. <laughs> please send us fan, fan fiction. No, 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 no. Please post your fan fiction in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group on Facebook so that all of us can enjoy it. We want to thank you for joining us for Drunk Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Deuteronomy is Truth in the Stones by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study.